Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Uh, so we had enough. Um, next year, we will have enough. And we're going to be right back in the same situation. And uh, we're going to get it done. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Whoo boy. Those were the words of the prophet, Jimmy Butler, just a year ago. In almost the exact same situation, <laughs> the Miami Heat beat the Boston Celtics in Boston. Game 7, 103 to 84. Boy, oh boy. With me tonight, I've got Dave DeFore and Mark Schindler. Uh, the backdrop of this game starts with the first few seconds of this game. Where, and this is so unfortunate. I wish we didn't have to talk about this. But Jason Tatum goes down, sprains his ankle, and it is, he just doesn't look like the same player the rest of the game. But we'll talk about him a little bit more. Let's talk about the Heat. Jimmy Butler and Caleb Martin, the duo that we didn't ask for, were amazing tonight. Mark, what, what did you see from Caleb Martin in particular? Dude, I was losing my mind in my Airbnb in Atlanta. Um, like, I have watched Caleb Martin since he was at NC State, and this is like maybe the best game I've ever seen him play. <laughs> it's so like, crazy. It was, it was insane, dude. Like, it wasn't just like okay, I, I really feasted on on putbacks and you know uh, attacking off off closeouts and stuff. It was no, I'm gonna hit this sidestep three after like two guys fly by me and um, like he's legitimately just like pulling up with confidence, like yep. you know step back three, pulling out after after I believe there was an offensive border. He natural, I can't remember, and had some sick finishes too. I don't care if he traveled on that one bucket; they were up by twenty. It doesn't matter. Um, like that was. That was nuts. Like the, the, he's been dynamite this entire conference finals run, but tonight was like because not to say that Jimmy had a bad game. Jimmy had a very good game, but I thought the Celtics defended him honestly decently yeah. compared to what it could have been. But I mean, Caleb was a nail in the coffin, especially considering how much. Uh, not that again, Bam was solid in a lot of facets, but as that secondary scorer, Caleb was the only answer tonight, and he. He stepped up, man. And Caleb got robbed, by the way. Just got robbed because Jimmy Butler is going to be the recipient of the Larry Bird Trophy as the most valuable player of the 2023 Eastern Conference Finals. This is robbery, highway robbery. A travesty. A travesty. Yeah. It's a league that only will only honor the stars. Caleb Martin made himself a star for the last two weeks. And I actually, I just got mad because I, I just assumed Caleb Martin no. was going to win this. I don't even care about awards. I care about Caleb Martin winning this award. He was amazing. The yeah. Heat don't win this series without him. Yeah. I mean, 
plain and simple. Uh, I mean, look, Jimmy Butler was awful for three games. Boston got back in the series because Jimmy Butler was, he had dead legs. I, I mean, we can just, you know, we can be honest here. The guy was playing his tail off, uh, Michael Jordan 2.0, all of that stuff, and then fell off a cliff. Caleb Martin kept a minute. I mean, you know, they should have won game six because of Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin was awesome in this game, closing game. I mean, Mark even said might be the best game you've ever seen from Caleb Martin. I'd say with the stakes, it absolutely is the best game he's ever played in his life. Uh, oh man, I'm, now I'm mad about an award. Here I go. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, if you if you look at just the raw stats, which is probably where they're looking, Jimmy was 24, 7, and almost 6. And mm-hmm. Caleb was 16, 5, and 1. And so, How many games did Caleb shoot 20%? 22% I mean, if, or whatever. If you, if you look you at know. the efficiency, though, Caleb Martin, 57% for the series, 45% from 3 to Jimmy's 40, 26. Well, and the biggest thing, too, is like it's the threes. It's not just like... yeah. Taking and making a few, like he really is upped his volume after, especially even in the Knicks series. Like there were times where um, early on, uh, like, I mean, he, sh- he shot enough, but, uh, or I, I think, I mean, I mean, more the Milwaukee series where he wasn't taking enough and he was passing some stuff up, even with them playing really well. But I mean, he took almost seven a game in this one. And it's, again, it's not just catch and shoots. Like he's taking a couple of things that are like mildly self-created. And that was huge for their offense because they have plenty of the guys who can fill in and, and run off screens. But I mean, having other guys outside Jimmy, you could really initiate offense. They just, that's been their Achilles heel all season. They, Victor Oladipo, who I, I got it. Makes me sad even thinking about that. So I was, somebody, I was at the barbershop today and somebody brought up, 2017 18 Victor Oladipo almost cried but like you know just thinking about like all of the things this team has gone through trying to find that guy throughout the year and then having it kind of pop like this between Gabe Gabe Vincent who we haven't even talked about yet and and Caleb has been I mean that's been it's been wild to watch it's been very fun so Caleb Martin was edged out 5-4 for the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Not that this will matter in like a year. No one's going to remember this. Oh, I didn't. I forgot it was the Larry Bird award. But if you want to, um, if you want to complain, Tim Bontem, Doris Burke, Reggie Miller, those are the people that you should complain to. Ira Windeman. So our own Joe Varden voted Caleb Martin. So a good man. So, a good man. There you go. There yeah. you go. Uh, I thought the Celtics were just in the absolute mud and they were chucking threes in the first half and none of them were going down. They missed their first 12 threes before Al Horford finally hit one. And they were, it felt like they were just waiting for their three ball to just carry them. And it, and it never happened. You know, the Jalen or the Jason Tatum ankle thing, it was like getting punched in the nose right away. And and they never, I don't think they ever recovered. No. Um, it, it was, you know, you mentioned stuck in the mud. They, they jump out to that early lead. It was like seven points or something. It was 11, four. And then yep. it just, the wheels fell off. Jalen Brown hit a couple of tough shots early and it was almost a bad thing for the Celtics because totally you don't want to have your offense rely on Jalen Brown hitting. I mean, he had shots where, uh, the defender got her hand on the ball Yeah, and he like shot it from like under his chin. I, I, I just, it was a bad start to the game. They hit some really tough shots. And for Boston, I think I think that gets them into those bad habits that we have just hammered them on all year long. And, and, you know, 
it just got to be too late for them by by the end of it. Um, they could not buy a shot, and that's the story of the Boston Celtics. If the three doesn't fall, they just don't often win. Yeah, too much pressure yeah, on Derek White. Honestly, like Derek White is supposed to be like some kind of release valve for the stars. And he became the main guy there to try to make this engine work. And it was like, this is just not it. Like, it's just, it, it wasn't going to work with Derek White as like the main guy. Straight up, part I of the think problem. Derek was their second best player for the yeah. series, if we're being honest. Like, Easily. Yeah. Jaylen, no, and, and this is like, Jalen does very important things that are really difficult to replicate. He hits tough shots, he makes tough shots, he's willing to take them. But um, he was a liability on defense most of the series, straight up. And and Derek was incredibly good defensively. He obviously had the huge tip in what feels like a week ago. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and, and it's not just to, to pinpoint it on Jalen. I think you saw a lot of deficiencies with this whole team. Al Horford really struggled this this series. Like, I think that we saw some good stuff from him early on in the playoffs. You know, you mentioned dead legs a little bit with Jimmy. I wonder if that happened with him. It felt like he was front rimming, rimming everything. I know that he shot a little bit better tonight, you know, two of five, but the defense didn't care. I think that was what it came down to so much of, like you mentioned, the the heat were, you know, I mean, not the, the, the Celtics were taking a bunch of threes. It's because they couldn't get anything going in the paint. Like they were like, okay, um, with how much they're willing to help off of Al and how much they're just willing to forget that he's out there. Um, they were so good at packing the paint. And to be, to be honest, like they were just very good at the point of attack. They weren't letting blowbys happen. They kind of shut everything down. So everything was tough. And then you look at what happened with Jalen's handle, not just this game. I mean, this game punctuated it, but the entire series. Yeah. Um, I think you saw a real lack of their ability to um, create easy offense with with where they're at. Um, because as much as people want to make this like, oh, this is the same team as last year. Yeah, it's a lot of the same players. But Al, I mean, Al really has taken a big step back this year from where he was last year. I think there were points where he was really good during the regular season. They never quite got the same stuff that they had out of Rob Williams. They never really were able to reintegrate him. And to be fair, he didn't look the same either. So I think it's just in a it's in a really rough spot of where it got to. I think Tatum had really good moments throughout the season, but I mean not, not season, throughout the series. Um, losing Brogdon hurt as well. But it, even with injuries, like I, I don't think we can conflate it, just injuries, not that you were doing that, but um the Heat just played one hell of a game seven tonight. I, I think it's it's Totally fine to say this game was colored by Jason Tatum rolling his ankle in the first 30 seconds, yep. but also a bunch of people were bad. Yeah. Jalen Brown, chief among them, right? Yeah. Eight turnovers. The Miami Heat absolutely destroyed Jalen Brown off the dribble. Jason Tatum, they just don't respect the ball handling for Boston at all. And speaking of not respecting Boston. I'm sick of this shit, okay? I'm sorry for swearing. I have a white claw. It's not a big deal. We're fine. I just want to let you know, I'm sick of this disrespect of heat culture, okay? I've tried to tell you 2020, 2021, we don't need to discuss, 2022, 2023. It, heat culture is not something that, like, is leading. This is Eric Spolstra. It's Pat Riley. It's Jimmy Butler. Bam out of bio. Rod. But Caleb has the guts, right? Like, this is the thing. Boston has been wishy-washy for months. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, well, Larry Bird played there. And Bill Russell won titles. And all this bullshit about things that were, like, mostly pre-merging. Miami Heat have been a better franchise than Boston Celtics for the last 25 years. 
and it's not even close. I tried to tell everybody, yeah, maybe I said Miami in six. Maybe after Miami went up 3-0, I said, yeah, they're going to sweep them, and how dare you challenge us. And, yeah, they made it interesting. You're welcome for the ratings, NBA. Miami, Pink culture, Jimmy Buckets, Eric Spolster is the best coach in the NBA, and I'm sick of the disrespect. Let me ask you a question. Oh, he, he left. Okay. Um, <laughs> let me ask you guys. Paul, they brought Paul Pierce out in pregame. They if did. he had shown up in a wheelchair, does Boston win this game? If he had just, like, leaned into the meme. I mean, they brought out everyone. I think Rajon Rondo was there. Kevin Garnett. This is embarrassing. Yeah. And, and I feel bad for Jason Tatum, actually. Zach does not. <laughs> I do not feel bad for Jason. I was just texting you guys. I'm still here. Uh, I don't feel bad. You know why? Because here's the thing. Everyone went into this whole, like, oh, Jason Tatum in, in closeout games. Like, yo, don't doubt him. Uh, game six of the NBA Finals, like 13 points on 18 shots or something like that. Like, yes, he's had some good closeout games. We're talking about Jimmy Butler. That dude's a winner. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know why we doubt this stuff every single time. But – Jimmy Butler's the winner, the Heater winners, the Celtics. I remember this was about 10 years ago. Rajon Rondo was like, oh, we're about hanging banners here. No, you hang banner. Singular. Since 1986, one banner. That's it. The Heat, three of them things. That's it is amazing that Celtics fans act like Lakers fans. Is this who the have been winning their whole lives? Had in terms of just like me crashes i feel bad like mark's a professional mark knows what he's doing i like i i i feel a little bit like a clown here but not enough to where i'm going to be so shamed that i'm going to stop doing this until you guys kick me off that's incredible no i mean i I also look like jimmy neutron right i don't know you do what is that it's been a long day it's been a long day we're now going to break down whatever's happening with zach's hair it looks like they broke out they broke out the air compressor after they put the gel in yeah. and just blew yeah. it straight up. Yeah. Well, it's more of a paste. It's not, I don't like gel because it becomes too hard. It's too crunchy. It's more it's of like a, a cream paste. situation. This is why, really, this is why yeah. you should subscribe to our YouTube channel. Zach, you know, I also thought that you were on a cruise ship when I first saw you. Oh no, I'm in a bar. Like it's just a, it's a weird patio area okay. where we couldn't okay. get a, we couldn't get a table inside, but okay. it's uh look, here's the thing. Um, here's what I know. One Dave, great thought there because I I did use a cream and a paste combination today. There's a matte cream that I like to use. That's a it's a it's a little too vanilla scented, so I don't like to use a lot of it. But most of it is a paste that tries to like you know keep some volume keep and everything. Some, yeah. I don't know, but it, again, Jimmy Neutron's happening right now. I'm sure the <laughs> comments are going to have a great time with it. But the point is. Heat culture is fucking real. Sorry for cursing. Believe that. We'll fix in the post. Heat culture is real. It's real. And, like, I get it. Like, if they had lost this game, we're never talking about heat culture again. They were never going to lose this game. It's 0 and 151. Yeah. Dave, who who picked the heat on this basketball team? It's true. The, honestly, one the, person. I was surprised. I was shocked that only one guy on Buds went heat. I mean, I wasn't shocked that it was Zach. I knew Zach was going to go. Water. Yeah. But I was surprised that nobody else went heat. And, you know, Select, you and I, we were texting earlier. And I was like, man, this feels like one of those games where Boston comes out. And, and Zach, you know how they go. Oh, they're going to be front runners. They're running hot. Yeah. They shoot 90% from three in the first half. And all of a sudden, it, the game's over. It's Boston, right? Like, they make shots. But yeah. when they came out and did not make shots, 
they folded. It was origami. It was over. And yeah. that's the difference between Miami and, and Boston. But Miami, is, they, they can suck at shooting, and it does not stop them from winning. Can I say something that's weird right now? And I, I'm sorry, like you made a great Wait, point here. You want to say something weird right now? Okay, go I'm, ahead. I'm sorry, because my friends Serena and Jonathan are watching. They're listening to the YouTube stream right now. Yeah. But they're watching me in person do this. And I, it's, you've been it's unsettling. You've, it's you've unsettling. Entered, you've yeah. entered the Matrix, yeah. I believe. Yeah, I've entered the Matrix. Uh, yeah, you know what's, like, it's interesting. Like the, the Celtics. They haven't been trustworthy all season, right? Or not, not I shouldn't say all season. For all, all postseason. And for the last, like, I don't know, month and a half of the regular season. And they've been good. They're a good team. I don't want to pretend like, oh, how did this team get here? They're a good team. But they're so bad at the end of clutch games over the last, like, two months. It does make me wonder, was it just the, the jersey that made us think, like, this is a real thing. Like, this is, they're going to make this comeback. Or was this an anti-heat thing? It's like, we don't really believe the heat. Maybe the eight season. I mean, I think I, three wins. And maybe it's everything. Yeah. I think it's just the three wins. I, look, yeah. I, the first time ever, I mean, Mark, think about this, right? First time ever you have the home team down 3-0 with the game seven, right? Like, I mean, that has just never happened. Yeah, so if it was, yeah. if the comeback was going to happen, it's going to be Boston in the garden in front of their home crowd. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. Yeah, it felt like destiny, Nobody? honestly. Like it, it felt like the Celtics were going to be the ones to do it. I see. We do this little pick 'em thing for the uh, for the athletic. I seriously picked the Celtics all seven games. I picked them every single game. Fraud. <laughs> and. I just thought, but that's the way to do it. But part, but part that's of the way me, to do it, listen, just just listen. Part of me just couldn't believe that the Heat were actually going to do it because I watched the Heat all regular season, and I hated watching that team. I did not like on a night to night basis. That was one of the most unwatchable teams in the association. And then once we got to the playoffs, not the play in, they they were terrible in the play in. They lost the first play in game. That team was not good. And then they just. Everybody says you can't really flip a switch. They have disproven that. Like you can, they absolutely flipped a switch. They became a very good team. In We're the at least 18th like seven. pick in the draft. They're in the finals and they have the 18th pick in the draft. <sighs> this is the stuff I've been talking. Look, man, they don't need it. They easy. need to give it to charity. They don't need that no. pick. Listen, they don't need that every pick. Every game is easy, guys. 
anybody can do what San Antonio just did this last year, right? Anybody. Yeah. yeah. Tank your way into the play-in, get a good draft pick, and then make the finals. That's the only take I can respect. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know what's the funny thing? I got the first two games of the series way wrong. I thought Boston <laughs> was going to win the first game. I thought I thought the Heat were going to, like, win this. Or once the Heat won the first game, I was like, oh, well, then Boston's going to win the second. Like, we're going to be 1-1 no matter what yeah. this is, right? No, And then once they went to 3-0, I'll admit it got a little to my head. Oh, Now, yeah. did I come on, on, on the Buds episode and – Maybe be a little out of pocket. I don't know. That's not for me to judge. That's not. It's seriously not for me to judge. It's fine. It's it's whatever. We have emotions in this. Some of us have egos. Some of us like to be. Uh, you know what? I appreciate people respect there because I gotta say, like, like I know it's a ten out of ten for most people. It's a it's a six out of ten for me today. Like it's just it's not good. I've been like pulling this thing the whole fucking game. Sorry again for the swearing. I have the speaker next to me that's not doing me any favors. It's why you should guys give me. Talk to Mark. Mark's smart. I, I know. I've been trying to, to talk to Mark. Goodbye, Zach. Have a great night. Enjoy heat culture. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the heat move on to play the Denver Nuggets. We're going to talk mostly about this on tampering, which we are going to record tonight, release in the morning. Um, but real quick, Mark, what are you looking for in this heat Nuggets NBA finals? Well, I'll just be blunt right off rip. I mean, I'm picking the Nuggets to win. I think that they're the more talented team uh, by nature of having rest. I think that's huge too, especially with the way that the Heat just had to battle out the ending of this. Um, but the thing that I think is being slept on, because I do think a lot is just automatically gone to, oh, you know, Nuggets are winning this. Um, it's going to be hard, man. Like, I think one of the things that the Nuggets have struggled with the most all season is guarding teams that have multiple movement shooters and the heat have that in abundance. Yep. Like that's one of the things they can really do. If you can really get um, Denver running through, through screens, having to play side to side, I think that's where you can get their defense at its weakest point. Um, and I think that's something the Lakers struggled with. Like the Lakers didn't have enough guys who they, the, the, the nuggets had to respect. So um, I, I do think it's going to be a really interesting test in that way, but also, the, the the Heat have to defend the Denver Nuggets. So, like, yeah, it's going to be an incredibly fun battle. Mainly, I'm just – I never thought growing up as a kid that I'd see a Denver-Miami finals. So, <laughs> being here is pretty awesome, man. I'm, I'm very excited for this. I never thought about Denver-Miami in the finals as a kid because the Denver Nuggets were a joke when I was a kid, and the Miami Heat didn't exist until, like, 1992 or whatever. I never so. thought about it three weeks ago, <laughs> let alone when I was a kid. I mean, how about, yeah, like, if, if now, if we'd gone back to the beginning of the of the playoffs, and I said to you guys, well, the Nuggets made the finals. Ah, of course, yeah. Yeah, cool. sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, very The Miami Heat are an absolute, like, they are, this is a shock that they made it. They had a 3% they, like chance said, of making the finals. 3% is what they were given. Yeah. Um, but like you said, Andrew, I rooted against this team in the play-in because they were miserable to watch. Mm -hmm. They just it there it was joyless. And then the playoffs started, and all of a sudden it's like heroic basketball. It, it and it the the grifting wasn't as bad. And maybe it's just that they've got the research that that shows that the grifting doesn't work as well. I don't know. But it, the grifting wasn't as bad. They're playing, you know, Jimmy Butler goes on this Michael Jordan run. It's just hit game Kyle winners. I mean, well. Maybe, Sorry, maybe that's it. <laughs> One of my least favorite players to watch. But, you know, th this team may make this great run, um, 
but they're going to get stomped by the Nuggets. I mean, the Nuggets are just too good. They've been good all year. This is not Boston. I don't have the question marks about the Nuggets on any level. I think their defense obviously can hold up. Um, their offense, we know what they can do. Uh, the wrinkle that that Miami just befuddled the Celtics with, with zone defense. Well, the Nuggets were the number one offense against the zone this year. That's not going to be a wrinkle you can pull out. Um, Bam Adebayo is going to have to be an offensive force. He's going to have to make Jokic work yeah. because they have to wear him down. They need to try to get him in foul trouble. That's the game. It is Miami versus Jokic, and that's it because they just don't have the – they don't have anyone on his level. They don't have the dudes. They don't have the size. They have got to attack him, get him out of the action as much as possible, try to get him on the bench – and then do what they do. Like you said, Mark, I mean, they've got good movement shooters. I just think I just think Denver has the, the length, which is the most important thing in NBA defense. I think they have the length to deal with it up and down the roster in a way that Boston, Boston does, but they just – Al Horford was looking slow. I, I don't think Michael Porter and, and Aaron Gordon are going to be as slow yeah. as Al Horford. <laughs> um, and then the way that they deploy Jokic defensively, he's not going to be the guy having to make the, you know, he's not going to have to run across the paint. And, and so I just, I don't know unless Miami has some tricks up their sleeve, which I know that Eric Spolster does. I don't see how they make this more of a series than five and maybe six games because I, I respect so much, especially after this playoff run, the heat and what they do. They just, those guys just play basketball and they get stuff done, especially in the playoffs. So, but I, I feel like it's going to be nuggets in five. Uh, we didn't even mention the most important thing. The nuggets have Jeff green on their side. So it, I mean, that, that accounts for an automatic <laughs> victory as far as I'm concerned, Georgetown legend, um, Andrew, I know as, uh, as I mean, this is almost a full circle moment for you with, with him coming back uh, and getting it's an true. opportunity in the finals, it's uh, true. you know, after he left, OKC to acquire one of the pieces that helped OKC get to the final. So he finally gets, are, he finally gets there. I, I, I mean, he's is, been there. He was a uh, second, never forget second best player on the Cavs running uh, 2017. Oh my so, gosh. That's so yeah. true. Yeah. I, man on paper, it's nuggets and it's not that close, but on paper, this was Celtics and it wasn't that close. Can the Miami Heat win the battle of the mind against the Nuggets is the question. Because I think that's a little bit what happened here against Boston. I mean, Spolstra is, as far as I'm concerned, best basketball coach in the world. Has yeah. been for a while. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to playoffs and adjustments, I mean, look at what this guy has done, his track record. I mean, the Miami Heat live in the conference finals. How many finals appearances has he made now? Is this six? Is that right? I believe it's, it's a lot. six. I think it's yes. six. We, you know, maybe I should have had that that number. You know, our stats and info team is slipping tonight. <laughs> but what they've done, I mean, this is a this is a team. This is this team is successful, and so you can't count them out. And, and Spolstra, like going into game one, I guarantee he already knows the first adjustment that he wants to make. I, I'm curious what wrinkles we're going to see right off the bat, because I don't think they're going to come in with what we've just been watching them do against the Boston Celtics because the teams are so totally different. I would argue that, that Denver is a little bit more of a traditional challenge 
as far as the basketball challenge goes, because you do have like, you know, who the point guard is and you know who the center is, who's also the point guard. But that that two man dynamic of, of Murray and Jokic is going to be the main thing they try to get rid of. Yeah. I want to know what happens when they go to. All right. Porter's going to get cooking now. Now, how do you. Stop Porter and also stop Murray and Jokic. That, that's what I got to figure out. Now, and this is if Porter can get going because I still – Porter's defense has been great. I don't think he's had a breakout offensive game in the playoffs. Yet. I mean, this is a guy who could go for 40 in, in a playoff game. Like, he's that kind of offensive player. So, that that superstar sort of upside with Murray and Porter on top of Jokic, that's why I lean so heavy – toward the Nuggets. I, I just don't think the Heat have the firepower for it. But then again, Caleb Martins is also a superstar. So what the hell do I know? Yeah. here, here. This is wild. The Miami Heat, since 2008-9, have been to the NBA Finals twice as many times as they have missed the playoffs. They've missed the playoffs three times. They've been to the NBA Finals six times under Eric Spolstra. That is remarkable. And... A lot of that's market. Like they're able to get guys like Jimmy Butler to come to Miami. Obviously, LeBron James kind of helps out with that too. But it takes everybody from the top down to create a team that does this. There are other great markets in the NBA that haven't done anything close to this. And this is this one is quite an accomplishment with the injuries that they've had, with what they've been through as far as a team goes. Go, I mean, going from the play-in to the finals. I mean, when are we going to see this again? A team from the Maybe play-in never. to the finals. It's going to be a while. Yeah. But, but this is the th- You know what? I'm glad you brought this up. Eric Spolstra worked his way up from the video room. Yeah. You remember, I mean, you remember the controversy where it was like, oh, is this guy going to coach LeBron? And everyone was like... And Pat Riley stuck by his guy. Yeah. When we look at the coaching carousel around the league, I mean, a lot of people in the last week have talked about how Joe Missoula saved his job by learning how to call timeouts in the playoffs. Um, I would argue the Miami Heat picking their guy and sticking by him and developing, they develop Eric Spolstra. Yeah. That's the secret to their success is that it is a top-down synergistic organization. Everyone is pulling the rope. Yep. And when you look, I mean, Philadelphia, this is, I mean, Doc Rivers was the coach for how long? Was it three years? Did he make it three? Or was it only a couple? I, I mean, the pandemic has just caused crazy time dilation for me. Uh, but Nick Nurse, you know, he was coach of the year, won a title because he had Kawhi Leonard, and now he's out, and he's in Philly, and Doc was there for two years. And all the while, Spolstra is, you know, turning two-way guys into players. I mean, it, they've become the San Antonio Spurs, what they were. And I would argue they've done it in a way that's harder because they didn't have Tim Duncan. They didn't have Manu Ginobili playing 15 years. They didn't, you know, they didn't have a bunch of Hall of Famers rolling through there. They, they, you know, they did sign LeBron and they had those guys, but the lean years there, I mean, they had to go out and build a squad that Jimmy Butler wanted to come to. Yeah. You know, they draft and develop Bam Adebayo. They draft and develop some of these guys bring them in, uh, you know, as undrafted free agents and two-way guys. And I know, like, there's this whole thing with the Miami uh, media getting upset about these guys being called undrafted. Sorry, it's just what they – I mean, they were not drafted. I don't know what else you want me to say. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be in the league. 
these guys are players, and that's a credit yeah. to what Miami's done. Yeah, I mean, you have to credit their their scouting department. Yeah. We talk about from top to bottom. I mean, the, they, I mean, every team has scouts that just are traveling the league, watching teams every single night, and to pick out guys like Caleb Martin and say, you know what, that we'll get that guy, and they paid him, and now his contract looks like em- embarrassing for him. But at the in the moment, they're like, wait a minute, you're paying. Caleb Martin, $20 million? Like, what are they doing? Like, what are the Heat doing? I mean, that people were kind of clowning the Heat for doing that. And now it looks like a crazy contract. I mean, people are like, oh, man, Caleb Martin's going to get paid. Well, not for another couple of years. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that You just have to give them so much credit for what they've it's done. One, for Gabe Vincent, Max Struess. I mean, all, all of these guys. Highsmith had... Had a didn't have a big game or anything, but he had the the steal on Tatum and then the Duncan transition. It's just like those little moments within the game tonight that just like man, like the the Heat are going you said to take his name. this game. Yeah, Andrew, you said the name Haywood Highsmith. Yeah, talking about a game seven of the conference finals, like that just doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Yeah. It is it is so unique. And, I mean, this is the kind of thing, like, I, I mean, we, we try to celebrate it when, when it does happen. It's like going to a restaurant. You have a dish so good, you want to talk to the guy who made it. That's how I feel about the Miami Heat. They have just built a, a basketball organization that's just professional. Now, don't talk to me between the months of October and April because they are unwatchable. But <laughs> I, I do just want to say, though, because I feel like we, we've we've talked about him a little bit, but just not going enough. Like, Jimmy was unreal this playoffs. Like, it's obviously not over, but just thinking about what he did to get here, this is maybe the best playoff run he's had in his career. Um, and that's saying something concerning what he's done. And going off top of that, too, I mean, just to, just to read off, 28.5 points per game on 48 – 36, 81 shooting, getting in the line nine times, six assists per game, playing really good defense almost every game um, other than the one game against New York when he had like – it looked like he was going to miss time, and I think he he missed what one game came back. Um, But point being like as much as we want to praise Miami, and I I get that, like their organization deserves a ton. Like I think this is even more talking about like Jimmy Butler is one of the maybe five best playoff players of the last decade. Yeah, I mean, legitimately sitting down to think about it, like him, LeBron, Steph. Um, obviously, I think Steph and LeBron are over him, just given you know track record. But like, I mean, no shit. But I mean, he's legitimately up there, and it's it's kind of wild to think about what they did, but especially what he did. Because looking at that, even even in the Milwaukee series, like it didn't feel like it was just a Heat win early. You know, they had that game when they were down big to to, to Milwaukee. And he just went nuclear in that second half. One of the best games I think he's ever played and I've ever ever seen anybody play, honestly, especially given the setting. And they end up going on and winning that series. And, you know, obviously here we are now. And that's just, what a player, man. He's incredible. He's incredible. An unbelievable series. And we head into the NBA Finals that start Thursday. We're going to have you guys covered the rest of the week. We'll have a a Daily Ding episode after that game. But until then, we'll have more episodes of the Athletic NBA show. Boy, uh, I just cannot believe this. I'm still just stunned. I shouldn't be stunned. But I am stunned that the Miami Heat are meeting the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals. Tampering is up next. Mark, send us out.
Ding, ding, y'all. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.